Engaging sermons on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, now there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has freed you from the law of sin and death. For what the law, weakened by the flesh, was powerless to do, this God has done, by sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh. And for the sake of sin, He condemned sin in the flesh, so that the righteous decree of the law might be fulfilled in us, who live not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, teach me your statutes. Lord, teach me your statutes. How shall a young man be faithful in his way? By keeping to your words. Lord, teach me your statutes. With all my heart I seek you. Let me not stray from your commands. Lord, teach me your statutes. Within my heart I treasure your promise, that I may not sin against you. Lord, teach me your statutes. Blessed are you, O Lord, teach me your statutes. Lord, teach me your statutes. With my lips I declare all the ordinances of your mouth. Lord, teach me your statutes. In the way of your decrees I rejoice, as much as in all riches. Lord, Teach me your statutes. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, You are the salt of the earth. But if salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and then put it under a bushel basket. It is set on a lampstand, so that it gives light to all in the house. Just so, your light must shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law until all things have taken place. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Best wishes to the Redemptorists. Today is the feast of their founder, St. Alphonsus Liguri, a bishop in the 18th century and a moral theologian. A doctor of the church. Not many saints are doctors of the church. It doesn't mean a medical doctor. It means 
a teacher, from the Latin word for teaching, a doctor, and that means the teachings that they gave were worthy of particular attention by the whole church for all time. And in the case of St. Alphonsus, those teachings were in the area of moral theology, as you might gather from the readings today, where both in the first reading and the psalm and the gospel, we're talking about the fact that the spiritual life, our life of salvation, the way of life, which is Christianity, you know, in the beginning it was called the way, involves choices that are either good or bad, choices that either lead us closer to God or farther away. And one of the big things to recognize about choices in the Christian life, and we're not just talking about external actions, we're talking about internal actions. If I decide to dwell on something in my mind, that's a choice. I might be standing still saying nothing and nobody knows what's going on inside, except God. That's a choice. All our choices, every single one of them, either leads us closer to God or farther away from Him. Now, we're not talking about simply choices of whether to say the rosary or not or read a, read a passage of Scripture instead of eating an ice cream. We're not talking about choices that do or do not necessarily involve a, a religious activity. We're talking about any kinds of choices. Because any of our choices either lead us in more in union with the will of God, what He would have us do each day, or more distant from the will of God. What is our center of gravity? Do our choices revolve around what He wants or what we want? Or what some other human being wants is not necessarily in union with God. St. Alphonsus undertook this great task that Jesus praises in the Gospel today. Whoever obeys, okay, we all have to obey the commandments, and then Jesus adds, and teaches these commandments will be greatest in the kingdom of God. Now, this is fully compatible with the passage where he says, you only have one teacher, call no one on earth your teacher. You have one teacher, the Christ. But then he says, blessed are those who teach. Because we are to teach in union with Christ. We're not teaching our own ideas. And this is what Jesus means when he says you only have one teacher. You only have one source of the things you need to learn. Any of the rest of us who teach, and teaching is a role given to us in Scripture, given to us by Christ, given to the church, must teach in union with Christ. This is what St. Alphonsus strove to do. And moral theology, my friends, is different from ethics. People study ethics, and what ethics is, is the study of human choices based on human reason. In other words, if we think about it, what can we discern about what makes a choice good or bad, right or wrong? That's ethics. Moral theology builds on and deepens ethics because it's theology. Theology makes reference to God. It starts with belief. So Christian moral theology begins with a strong faith, with a strong amen to Jesus Christ, His Gospels, all that He taught, and His church. So we begin by acknowledging the revealed truth that comes to us in Christ, and from there, we begin to ask the question, 
what choices are good, what choices are bad, what choices lead us deeper into the way of Christ. You see, it's based on theology. It starts with that faith. It's not just human reason looking at human actions. It's human reason and faith looking at the revealed truths of faith and then asking, well, then what is the right way to live? We're grateful to St. Alphonsus and to the fact that he has left us a great body of teaching which emphasizes the love of Jesus. You know, moral theology cannot be separated from love. Again, because it's theology, because it starts with the amen of faith, it's all about the love of Jesus. But the love of Jesus, again, as his very words here in this gospel tell us, does not blanket over the commandments and say, oh, listen, anything you want to do, that's okay as long as you're loving. No, love has a content. Love has a shape. Love has boundaries. There are certain things we never do if we love. There are certain things we always do if we love. St. Alphonsus would be the first to tell us that. Let's delve into the teachings of our faith about what is right and what is wrong. Let us have a deep appreciation for moral theology. Let's pray for all those who teach the way of the Christian life, who counsel and seek to strengthen others in following that way. And let's pray for one another that we may always give the good example of living that way. Again, congratulations to all our redemptorist brothers and sisters in the church, those who follow this charism and and, uh, take St. Alphonsus as a special patron. May you have a happy feast day. And may the whole church continue to be enriched by his teaching and example. Amen. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.